Hello and welcome to Start the Beat with Sykes. My name is Sykes and this is my podcast. Before we get started, I just wanted to take a quick moment to thank everyone who checked out the last episode. If you're one of those people, I hope you enjoyed the conversation. Thanks so much for coming back. But for those of you out there who are new to the show, feel free to make yourselves at home. And as always, there's beer and soda in the fridge. So get comfy. Let's fucking do this. Happy Super Bowl Sunday, I guess. It's way past the Super Bowl by the time this goes up on the internet. But hey, you know, we're sitting here now. It's Sunday. And I'm sitting here today with my friend, new acquaintance, make some noise for the internet, Gallo Lochnez. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me, bro. You got it, man. Yeah. Good to have you. Yeah. Good to have you. So for those of you out there in the world that aren't <laughs> familiar with Gallo, you are a, a rapper, a producer, yep. a performer, yeah. amongst many other things. Absolutely. But music is kind of like, I think, the core of your creativity, I yeah, would imagine. That's, exactly. That's the central piece. And aside from that, you are, I imagine you're, you're a human being with a life and a family <laughs> exactly. and all that kind of stuff, an yeah. adult, yeah, things like that. So let's, let's balance this conversation here with sure. the yin and yang of that. Let's start with what is it like, you know, being somebody that's still trying to pursue this creative passion yeah but also on the other end of things you got this life that you're responsible for yeah. like you know how do you balance those two things out yo it's crazy it's definitely a balancing act you know what i mean like there's a lot that goes into it um a lot of sleepless nights you know what i mean and you know doing pursuing music is already sleepless but you know i got young kids i got a a wife you know what i mean i got responsibility kids so, plural yeah kids i have two kids nice so, yeah how old are they uh, f- uh well actually my four-year-old will be five tomorrow nice yeah congrats and, yeah for sure and then i have a, a 11-year-old wow so yeah so I, I you know i deal with schoolwork and stuff with my 11-year-old and then my f- uh four-year-old is is pretty much hanging with me all day you know <laughs> what i'm saying yeah and she's a lot of fun man and uh as she gets older she just understands she gets it you know what i mean i mean she's still a kid so she's gonna like require attention, but um, for the most part, she's cool. She, you know what I mean? She knows how to uh, entertain herself. That's what's you know? up. Yeah, yeah. The kids in the music, uh, not creating wise, but, but like, yeah, just in like listening. Yeah, they yeah. love music listening wise. You know what I mean? And you know they're definitely uh, daddy's biggest fans. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, they love music, man. They love hip hop. They sing along. They catch on quick. My youngest one, I taught her. Uh, uh, twinkle twinkle little star on um on a piano she learned it in five minutes bro so like i'm gonna I'm kind of dig into that see where that goes <laughs> you know what I'm that's what's up yeah bro. what about uh what about your wife what's her relationship with music so actually man how i met my wife was um i was making beats on this website called SoundClick. do you remember SoundClick? no okay yeah that yeah it was sound click and um she was a singer she's looking for beats and she found me you know what no I mean? shit word up and uh that's some romance yeah yeah you know what i'm saying <laughs> that's awesome and uh yeah bro and uh you know what i mean she she was really interested in the beats and stuff and uh, uh we ended up performing and stuff a few times and uh it was pretty cool and then she just kind of like lost interest in it. it wasn't really her passion it was something that she wanted to do and then you know but the passion is with me you know what i mean and she's super supportive you know, I'm super thankful for that. That's so important. Yeah, super important, bro. Uh, I have a lot of friends that are married and, you know, their wives sometimes give them a hard time. You know what I mean? Like, okay, when's enough? You know, when is enough enough? You know what I mean? Yeah. And my wife has never said that to me. You know what I mean? So I'm super thankful for that. You know what I mean? Plus, you know, I make money with it. So that helps. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, so she's cool. She's really cool and supportive. Man, shout out my wife. You know what I mean? Yeah, shout out. Yeah, she's tuned in. She's tuned in. <laughs> so with the the monetary aspect mm-hmm. of this creativity, yeah. you know, over the years, how have you found ways to monetize your creativity? Like when did you start coming from that? I guess if I rephrase this in a way that makes a little bit more sense, yeah. my bad. Uh what was the point where you were able to start, you know, making a little bit of money off of the music? What were you doing? Uh, honestly, man, I, I started making money right away. You know what I'm saying? Because I had, uh, I started with rap, but you know, for, for hobby, but, uh, I started making beats around the same time too. And, um, I got, you know, I started making beats. I got better. And, uh, and honestly, other people in the area heard that I made beats. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, what, t- I, I, what, what year was this? That's a long time ago, bro. No, I feel you. I don't want you to age me. Uh, <laughs> uh, let me see. 
Um, maybe like 2001, 2002. Okay. Yeah. Is when I started making beats. Um, let me see. Is that? Yeah. Around, around that time. Okay. Yeah. Up, so. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm turning 35 this year. Okay. Where? I started making beats in eighth grade. Okay. So like okay. I was making beats like, you know, 99, 2000, okay. yeah. 2001, and around that time, nobody else was real. I mean, there was people that did it, but it's yeah. not like it was now. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like actually like really easy to like, people were real hungry for exactly. original beats. Yeah. And exactly. it wasn't like YouTube wasn't a thing. And yep. like there were some websites, but people yeah. really weren't like buying beats offline was the thing so exactly. like all the time people were always hitting me up for beats it was really easy when i started yeah it got a little harder over the years but it did because it became oversaturated right? yeah a lot more people started doing it but um yeah i was one of the first people to start uh speaking of youtube i was one of the first one of the first people to actually make my beats on youtube you know what i mean i was i was part of that first wave yeah you know what i mean and uh i mean if you go back and it's still up on youtube i mean i have thirty thousand, forty thousand views on there you know what i mean from people because it was new you know what I'm saying? The process of showing how to make beats. But uh, eventually what came to happen is uh, I made beats for people. And then I started to try to get like, you know, like a little label. You know what I mean? Not an official label, but, you know, a team. Yeah. And I started making beats for people and stuff. And uh, and then from there, I would write people's hooks. And then from there, I would write people's verses. And you were like monetizing all of it. Uh, no, no, not with the team. Okay. Not with the team. I got you. Um, because I kind of fell away from it a little bit, right? And then um, I kind of got back into monetizing the music when uh, I, I joined a website called Rock Battle. Okay. Which is uh, ran by Rock, Rock, uh, Rockwiler. So he's a, he's a producer. He's a producer for uh, Jay-Z, Michael Jackson, uh, I mean, Janet Jackson, Christina Aguilera, like... People you've heard of. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. Sure. Yeah. So uh, uh, I was one of the first people to sign up and uh, they had a tournament and I made it to the, to the uh, championship round. And if you make it to the championship round, you get a deal. The tournament was for beats? Yeah, it was a okay. beat tournament. Cool. So I made it to the, to the championship round. I didn't win. But I made it. I was second place, and with that, I got a deal. You know what I mean with Rockwiler, which was cool. And um, but on the website, I would sell beats. We would lease. That's when I was introduced to leasing. Oh uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. So I would I would lease beats, and um, you know, uh, and then through Rockwiler, he opened my eye to like um to TV placements and stuff. You know okay, what I mean? Yeah. Which was dope. Where I got my first TV placement. Yeah, I've seen you post about that sort of stuff on yeah. Facebook. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's definitely become like my baby right now. You know what I mean? But at the time, I didn't, you know, I didn't realize how much attached to it I would be. You know what I mean? Uh huh. But um, but yeah. So so that's what happened. And uh, and I it was a short lived deal. It wasn't a long deal, but I learned a lot through Rockwiler. You know what I'm saying? And he introduced me to a lot of people, which was pretty dope. And um, and it was cool. Yeah, I mean, and then I just kept kept that mentality of, you know, keeping it a business and monetizing the music. You know what I'm saying? And uh, and then eventually, I became a rapper back in like 2011, 2012, and my first album I put out for sale. You know what I mean? Where yeah. like most people are like, nah, you got to put it out for free, and you should put it out as a mixtape. And I'm like, nah, like I, I'm a monetize. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna create value to my music. That's sure. what it's about. You know what I'm saying? For me, at least. And uh, and that's what happened, man. And, and I've always been that type of person. So yeah, I think that there's a lot of artists have this problem with selling themselves short. Yeah, and I feel that sometimes you could tell an artist just doesn't have the confidence in their work by sure. how they put it out there. For sure. And like you know, I think that if you have a product that's decent, yeah. it's not that hard to make money off of. No, it. no, especially if you got people that like you. You know what I mean? Like at the end of the day, people buy into you. You know what I mean? It's not always the product. Sometimes it is. But a lot of times people buy into you because oh, they like you. Especially with hip hop. Yeah, absolutely. Personality is so much. Absolutely. You know, it's, I mean, it's you. You know, yeah. it's like the brand is you. Exactly. Versus like, say you have a rock band and it's like yeah. you got, you know, four or five different people. Yeah, it's the, a majority of the music. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Which makes sense. Or at least the message, right? Um, so, yeah. So that's that's what happened, man. And, and and you know, I continue to monetize it. And, and uh, you know, I find with different ways to monetize it. You know, music licensing and working for companies. And uh, honestly, I'm going to be honest, what I eventually, the goal is kind of do what like Common and Prince did, where they actually don't really charge the consumer anymore, but they charge like the companies. So like I eventually want to put music out where it's free for the consumer, but I'm still getting paid from like a sponsorship or something or from like a business. Yeah. So, so I still make money, but then 
the fans, the people that actually enjoy the music, get it for free. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, I feel like with the way streaming has impacted music now, yeah. you need to focus on those alternative ways to make the money. Absolutely. And that's, you know, you're not going to make the money from the music itself. No. But, I mean, you got merchandise. Yeah. Or if you have like a dope physical product like yeah. there's some artists that can get their shit pressed on vinyl and they yeah. can sell that yeah but i mean like selling cds is a lot harder than it used to be absolutely I but mean, a the, lot of people don't have cd players <laughs> the interesting thing though with that is like you know i have my hip-hop shit that i do yeah and it's really hard to push cds in that to yeah, that crowd absolutely. but i also play in a heavy metal band okay and like our demographic is people that are like 35 to 45 okay. a lot Okay. And they still have CD yeah, players, yeah, yeah, so yeah, we yeah. actually sell CDs. <laughs> and I think a lot of it also ju- just depends, like knowing your audience, and yeah, the what demographic, your, yeah, knowing right? what your demographic wants. Absolutely, one hundred percent. And you know, over the years, I, I've, I've eventually learned that. You know, what I mean, the importance of that. You know what I mean? Understanding who your fans are, understanding what they like, and and how you can monetize it, but also keep them happy. You know, so I've learned that over time. Yeah, it's like what's gonna one there's no right answer. There's no right way. Yep. You gotta you can read all the books, watch all the YouTube videos yep. that you want. I mean, like you can learn some stuff. Yeah. You can get ideas, but yeah. until you actually get off your ass and do and it yourself, it. yeah. That's the only way you're gonna know what works yeah. and what doesn't work. Yep, trial and error. Yeah. So yeah. with the solo music, like the yeah. rapping stuff, mm-hmm. let's talk about that. Sure. And what what the dynamic shift was from, you know, leasing beats, uh doing licensing with you know tv and things like that yeah to like okay well i have my own product now and this is a thing yeah what were some of the struggles that were different that you had to face with like putting out this thing like this is me and this is my my voice and my message and my brand yeah yeah so um i mean struggle wise it's 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 a lot more overhead you know what i'm saying so you gotta pay for traveling you gotta pay to press you know promote it you gotta pay uh you know put distribute the music and all that. So, um, you know, there's definitely a struggle there. Um, and then, of course, gaining fans. You know what I'm saying? Like, who is this guy? There's, there's a trillion rappers. <laughs> like, yeah. I find that it's like if you're just like leasing like instrumental music yeah. to somebody or something like that, it's a lot easier yeah. sometimes because there isn't like this personal attachment to exactly. it. Someone just needs music for something that they want to rap exactly. on or someone needs a background for, you know, a video project they're yeah. working on, things like that. But when mm. it's like, this is me, this yeah. is Gallo Lock. Yeah. It's like, I need to figure out how to get you to give a shit to about me. me. Yeah. It's yeah. so hard. It is. It is a lot more difficult. Um, you know, it's all about finding a way to stand out. You know what I mean? That's one thing that I learned. And for me, obviously, I stand out because I'm a clean rapper, right? That that helps me a lot. I don't okay. curse on you know, my music. Yeah. I remember this now because yeah. you were talking before we started recording. You yeah. were talking about the Spotify playlists, and yeah. you had asked looking for uh, rap tracks that were clean. Exactly. So you and do the, remember it? That's yeah, cool. I do yeah. remember that because the last album that I put out was clean for the most oh, part. Um, okay. I think I think there may have been like one hidden shit in there somewhere, <laughs> but like it was just like it felt like it was like really like it made sense for the line. Yeah. So, yeah, but like for the most part, when I did my last album, I like intentionally tried to write it clean just to like challenge myself to like use better vocabulary. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's dope, man. And, and I don't knock people that do cursing their music. Oh, I yeah. just, you know, for me, uh, doing TV licensing and dealing with a lot of corporations, they kind of shy away from you know the vulgarity and and stuff like that, and so and the profanity and stuff. So you know, I just got in the habit, of, and then plus, I just don't curse in real life you know what i'm saying I, you know i have children and and stuff and i try to set an example with that so um it's, it's kind of natural for me honestly you know a lot of people are like how do you not curse in your raps you know what i mean and yeah. i'll freestyle and not curse you know what i'm saying but it's well, just over time the other thing too is like you know i imagine a lot of your music's coming from more of a positive angle for sure absolutely. so it's like you don't even have anything to curse about yeah yeah for sure no no <laughs> nah, you know what though you can find things to curse about. <laughs> like, you know what i'm saying it sure. can definitely it could definitely uh come but you know i try to be conscious about that and 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 you know set an example for other people and then i encourage other people that that do music with me to not curse as well you know i mean i mean if they do it's cool too but you know challenge yourself it's just a matter of like why are you cursing yeah 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 like sometimes it's like you know because like all curse words are to me is just like it's language and it could be used in an effective way to get a point across if you're doing it 
with purpose. Yeah, absolutely. If there's a reason to be yeah. saying this, like, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah. But if it's just the thing where you're just trying to like fill out a bar with an extra syllable or something to round it out, yeah. so you throw in an extra F word or an extra this, it's unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, and it's yeah. not challenging yourself. It's enough. not. And then a lot of, a lot of rappers do that. You know what I'm saying? And, and, you know, uh, you know, they'll use, unnecessary when when you can actually just you know try to expand your vocabulary use mm-hmm. a different word there put another word there um and it's just it's just better man and like i said because i deal with a lot more corporations and companies you know that works to my benefit you know what i'm saying like that works out a lot um they're more likely to use me i mean that's not for nothing that was one of the biggest reasons why i got the nba deal and why i got the boxing commercial you yeah. know what i'm saying because i didn't have a pass of dirty language and you know what i mean and, and profanity you know what yeah. I mean? that was one thing that really caught you know uh attracted them to me so you know it's funny thinking about just the way the mainstream hip-hop rap yeah that whole spectrum has gone over the past decade, but uh-huh. like the past half decade in yeah. particular is it is so much more vulgar than I ever remember it being <laughs> yeah, in yeah, my life. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I mean, and I grew up through, you know, the East coast, West coast gangster yeah, rap stuff yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. is so much more vulgar and violent I now yeah. than then. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is mind blowing to me. Yeah. But the stuff that like so many very popular artists, popular artists that young people are listening to and embracing yeah, yeah, the stuff that they talk about and the language that they use. Granted, I'm not a prude. I'll, I'll drop F bombs. Yeah. Yeah. You sure. know, I like alcohol i like sex i <laughs> yeah, like yeah. these things you For know what sure. i mean i'm normal yeah I'm not uh you know but to like the level that i hear so many people talking about stuff that are very popular yeah. it blows my mind and it's unnecessary a lot of it's unnecessary yeah you know what i mean but it's working yeah so it's yeah. it's kind of like a it's like a it's a but you know working to to what uh to whose benefit yeah you to know, the agenda really. that they're trying to push yeah you know it's, what I'm it's, saying? it's 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 yeah. scary yeah. uh but Let's take this back to, you know, some of those bigger deals that you have yeah. made. You know, you mentioned the the NBA thing yeah. and the boxing thing. Yeah. For anybody that's watching this that isn't familiar with you and yeah. what you've done, let's dig a little bit more into those. For sure. For sure. So I um I had a deal uh, with the NBA for two seasons and I I did recap raps for them. And uh, basically what I did was uh um I would recap a game. So a game would happen, say a game would happen at uh eight thirty, whatever, it would be done by ten thirty. Um, I would actually make a beat. I would write about the highlights of the game, right? So it's kind of like a sports cast of highlighting it, but in rap form, right? Um, and I would, you know, highlight certain plays, certain statistics. Um, and then I would record it. I would mix it. I would master it and have it done in like two to four hours. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it was a lot of work, but then I would get it to them about like, like 10, like 2 a.m., anywhere between midnight and 2 a.m. Then they would put the video together. And by 9 a.m., between 9 a.m. and noon, they will put it on the NBA, will put it on their websites and stuff and promote it. Um, and it was it was cool. You know what I mean? It was it was a lot of fun. Um, and, I, and I get and it was massive exposure, like yeah, massive exposure. Yeah. You know what I mean? My, my, my fan, uh, my following was just 10 times. <laughs> you know sure, what I mean? Yeah, yeah it, was, it was a big platform. So I did that. And then from there, I, I, I did the uh, the uh, commercial for uh, a boxing event. It was um, Canelo versus Triple uh, Triple uh, G, and uh, I was on the main ad. You know what I mean, and that was everywhere. It was on ESPN. It was on radio. It was in the movie theaters on TV. I mean, they played that ad everywhere. So like, I mean, every two minutes, I was on somebody's TV. You know what I'm saying? So. That was really, really fun. That was a dope uh, opportunity as well. And for that, was that like a song or just a beat or what? No, song. Was, okay, yeah, song. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was advertisement. So, okay. So the NBA stuff was was no more than a minute long. Yeah. The boxing stuff was, uh, it was, it was a 30 second track. I got you. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Cool. But, but <laughs> I had to do like six versions of that track. You know what I mean? Because they had to do it for radio, had to do it for TV, had to do it for a movie ad. Like, yeah. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. And then I had to change some of the, now, speaking about me being clean rapper, because it was boxing, I had to change some of my lyrics even more so that it 
from when they played it like at a like a kids movie. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. We're gonna advertise these adults beating the shit yeah. out of each other to children. <laughs> so clean up your language exactly. a little bit, all right? Yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I mean, it was cool. You know what I mean? And and it was a process. It took us about two weeks to get that done because I'm working with. So I got the video prior. I wrote to the video. You know what I mean? And then I'm dealing with uh, video people and the, the, their engineers over there and having to correct certain things. And I made the music for it. I made the music. I, I, I wrote the lyrics. I mixed it. I mastered it. It was all me. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, that was a dope, dope opportunity. And then from there, um, I, uh, I, I moved on to TV licensing. You know what I'm saying? And now I do now. And that's current. I do stuff for uh, commercials and TV shows yeah. and, and movies and stuff like that. So, but it's all like hip hop based, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, I got so, you. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Over your years of, I mean, it seems like you had mentioned that you started doing beats in like the early 2000s. For sure. And then you started doing the solo rap stuff yeah. in the early 2010s. Correct. So yep. there was this decade where you yeah. know were you like thinking about rapping at all were you writing at all yeah, in that time yeah you absolutely. just didn't actually like re- release anything exactly until, I, I imagine I, I, you maybe yeah. even had things recorded that you just kind of were like eh, I don't yeah know. yeah yeah for sure man i think uh i did uh i think i may have released some songs on youtube maybe just like playing around it wasn't serious you know what i mean um and and not for nothing when i was in high school i actually put together a little album of me rapping okay you know what i mean yeah. but it was like it was horrible you know sure that <laughs> was just main reason i was asking was because yeah. i was curious it just seems like the way that you talk about writing and your approaches yeah. to things it just yeah. seems like you know someone that's very experienced for sure and just like i think that that's an experience that you only get just over time absolutely you know spending yeah. a lot of time trying things that don't work like yeah, little 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 silly projects in high school and then yeah. like little songs here and there that nobody hears and yeah. then, you know over you know 10 years later yeah. it's like well now now maybe i feel ready to do this but that's yeah. like a natural thing yeah it sure. takes people a lot of time to get things together it does you know it's it like I, I i keep on bringing this up to a lot of people but a lot of uh there's like you know billy eilish is huge right now yeah. she has a you know, she's swept at the grammys she Killed has a it. lot of fans and a lot of haters too for sure and it blows my mind people were like you know this girl came out of nowhere and d- did all this stuff mm. it's like no she's probably been working on music for a decade yeah, too absolutely. with her brothers just that she started when she was like fucking eight exactly not starting exactly. when they're like 25 and yep. bitter like you yeah you know like, <laughs> exactly it's, it's like she's been putting in the work this yeah. didn't come out of nowhere exactly because i mean like i had friends sending me music of hers like four years ago really yeah like wow. some of her like early projects when she was dropping stuff like, she's not new at all yeah. she's been doing stuff for it a takes while. some time yeah it does take a yeah. lot of time yeah i don't know much about her i um i i'm gonna keep it 100 i you know i was just at the grammys last weekend and i was just like I, I, all i heard was a single you know what i mean so and i don't really like the single you know what i yeah. mean so i kind of wrote her off you know and uh it just happened that me and my boy went to lunch and we actually had lunch with her engineer you know what i mean and dude was cool and he was like Nah, you should give it a listen. Give it a try. You know what I mean? That song is not that that, that does not define her. You yeah. know what I mean? She's actually she can sing. She's really talented. So I said, for sure, I will. And then we're at the Grammys and she performed a whole different song where she's actually singing. And I'm like, yo, this girl can sing. Like I had no idea. And then my boy was like, yeah, bro, like they started in the, they got YouTube videos where they started in their bedroom and you know, and and you know, it's like mad inspirational. So, uh, so I say all that to say, you know, uh, I, I'm gonna give her a chance, you know, yeah, I mean? I'm gonna check her out. It's like, you know, she's still super young, still finding her voice, yeah. what she wants to be as an artist. And yeah. I just, I'm just excited to see somebody that is as young as she is, yeah. you know, doing like something that's unique. It's for her sure. own voice. It's positive. Yeah. And it's good for like people that are her age yeah. something to look up to just good to see inspirational yeah. yeah it's just good to see it and i'm excited mm. to see like how she continues to develop yeah. over the next decade yeah and i think she'll do good man especially oh, yeah. working with her brother and stuff but like you know i want to I, I think they got a creative process of them working together i'm definitely gonna watch that but i mean that's dope man you know what i'm saying to be in the bedroom how many home studios are there you know what i mean people are always there's a lot of artists working out the home studio. Like that's inspirational, yo. You know what I mean? So I rock with it, man. I it's, it. I mean, it's, it's funny. I mean, me and you come from a time frame when, you know, when we were making beats, 
you know, starting out yeah. in the early 2000s, like the equipment and the technology was nowhere near what no, it is now. Absolutely. And it's like, it's so us coming from the background that we did yeah. now having access to this technology combined. So it's like, yeah. we kind of like had to grind maybe a little bit harder with, sure. with more prehistoric equipment. Yeah. And now we have that knowledge with all of this new stuff. Yeah. It's like, there's no reason yeah. to not do this just out of an extra room. Exactly. You don't like, need to. You don't, you know, yeah, like it, you don't need a big uh, studio anymore. Fuck no. Yeah. I um I was in Cali and I was I was talking with uh uh Peter Rafelson. He he's uh he's he's he uh he wrote Madonna's I can't remember the name of the song, but he wrote one of Madonna's hits, right? And uh he he owns a studio in North Hollywood and he rents it out to a whole bunch of people. And these rooms have big boards, and then there's one room with just a computer. Right. And that's where majority of the work is done. I bet. Yeah. 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 And he's like, yeah, we got the big boards for show. You know what I mean? Because that's part of the sale. You know what I mean? But honestly, most of the work is done there. I know engineers that work in studios that will take the, the music home and mix it from home. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man. And, and, and real quick, I just want to elaborate on something because you talk about where we came from. Uh, I actually started making beats in my home, too. My father's a musician, right? So he used to show me a little bit of piano, but my father was really stingy with his stuff, right? <laughs> okay. So uh, when he would be at work during the day, I used to sneak down and uh, and I used to use his equipment, but I didn't have like a sequencer or anything like that. So <laughs> I actually put this, now this is going to date me, but I put uh, VCR to the actual audio and I used to run my v- VCR. So I had two VCRs and I would run my VCR upstairs into my computer and I would record my music on an actual VHS tape. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, bro. And, you know, there's no video, but, uh, you know, there's audio. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's how I record me playing the piano, laying drums down on a drum machine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I'll put it together. And it was funny because in order to make it sound right, and I still got my first beat, in order to make it sound right, if you remember VCRs, there's tracking right uh-huh so i'm constantly tracking the, vi- the 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 tape so that it sounds good and i mean you'll hear the song and it'll be like ah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i mean because the tracking is on that's uh, auto tune yeah 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 exactly <laughs> that, that one, right <laughs> and uh and, yeah. and screwed yeah that's how i started though yeah you know but, what i mean dude. all right so check this out yeah. when i started making like my eighth grade making beats yeah i was making beats on mtv's music generator oh yeah on yeah, sony yeah. playstation I know a few people that started with that <laughs> all right so when i so what i did was i, I would like make a beat then i'd write write a rap okay. i had a camcorder that i got for christmas okay so i would set up the camcorder by the tv yeah. and i would play the beat on the tv and rap at the camcorder yeah. to record the audio. <laughs> then I would play the audio back and use the RCA jack yeah. into my stereo there and dub go. it onto a cassette tape. And that's how I did my audio. That's crazy. So it's so similar. Yeah. That's that's the for anybody. So I'm dating myself yeah, a little yeah, bit for too. Sure, for sure. But that's the kind of shit that we had to go through just because we were hungry to create something. Exactly. And yeah. it's all like and you, you know, couldn't get in studios back then. No. You had to have a huge budget in order to get into studios. Yeah. And like you home know? recording software stuff was just not it was quite re- where yeah. it was. For sure. For I eventually, sure. my senior year of high school, I ended up trading that camcorder to a buddy yeah. of mine that had a computer tower. Okay. That, that, that he had an extra computer tower yeah. that already had recording software on it. That's cool. So I ended up trading the camcorder for that computer tower. Okay. And that's where I started recording music. That's dope. Do you still have your video? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have all that stuff. Yeah, that's dope. I got to see that. Yeah. (laughs) That's dope. Yeah. You should just upload it to YouTube just for the heck of it. Well, before that, like in my like childhood days, Mm -hmm. I actually had a um like a little like crappy like family dollar kids drum set and a keyboard. And I learned when I was a kid, my grandma had a, a, a cassette tape, tape to tape dubber. Okay. So... I learned what I could do was I could record and I had like a little onboard mic okay, and I yeah. could like play the drum part, right? Yeah. And then onto a tape and then I could play that tape back okay. and record it onto another tape with the microphone going Bro. and do my overdub. So yeah. I did my keyboard and my vocal on top of the that's drum fire. shit when I was like 10. That's crazy, bro. That's that's super like very creative, bro. Like I tip my hat to you for that. That's super dope, yo. Thanks, man. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. It was just like I was like always just fucking around with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like since I was like a kid. Yeah. It's like my uh, like I grew up like 
pretty much with my grandma and my yeah, uncle. Yeah. Like my mom and my dad were divorced and my mom worked a lot and all that, yeah, all that yeah, kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But so I just like, I didn't have any friends. I spent a lot of time in the house. My uncle was a big movie collector, okay. big record collector. Yeah. So it was always like, yo, if you want to watch a movie like on on beta versus VCR, you got to unhook the TV and like okay. change the input. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. as a little kid, I was like, I understood like how to do all the, the different audio and video hookups. Around it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's dope. around it. Yeah. That's super cool, bro. And and I think it was kind of similar for me. You know, I was always the uh, the the electric. I don't want to say electrician, but like I knew how to hook up everything. Tech savvy, yeah, yeah. yeah tech savvy. You know what I mean. So yeah. that was always me in my house before too. everything was wireless. Exactly. Yeah. Now you don't have to really deal with that. <laughs> yeah. Although you know, wired. In my opinion, wired has better you know quality. Oh yeah, definitely. You know what I'm saying, but it is what it is. You know what I'm saying. Listen, I love the advancement of technology. Yeah, I mean, I'm one of those people that love it. You know what I mean? I know there's some people that's like, oh, I missed the tape days and the analog days and all that, man. I love things cool. convenient. And, I got, I got, you know. I have my tape saturator plugins. Fuck it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Word up, yeah. bro. Word yeah. up, man. If you want that sound, F it. You can you get can it. Do it. You yeah. can get it. Word up. Word yeah. up. So, nah, I, I love, I love technology. That's something that I want to kind of get into uh, moving forward. I, I was actually speaking to, uh, another engineer who actually does uh technology and and he's like he's kind of touching into that too and man i love technology bro so you know it's dope outside of the you know rapping and the producing and performing the music stuff do you have any hobbies outside of music for sure yeah man you gotta stay sane (laughs) you know what i mean sure uh i love video games okay you know i'm saying i definitely i'm definitely i'm not i'm not a crazy gamer but it's it's my getaway. You've you've a, you a healthy relationship. I do. Yeah, <laughs> I do. You know what I mean? I try to get in at least an hour a day. You yeah, know what I'm that's saying? That's and switch that. it up. Uh, and then so I watch. with like modern games, you keep up with modern. Yeah, stuff? absolutely, cool. absolutely. Um, but I like sports games. You know what I'm saying? I like fighting games. Um, I you know I recently started to get back into like the, you know the uh, the one player story mode games. You know like God of War and yeah. stuff like that, man. But um, you know that. And then um, I love like comic stuff you know what i mean like like superhero stuff so i love the movies i love the tv shows and and i and i love a good movie you know what i'm saying so those are mainly it and then the other things is just honestly just telling my family bro like that brings me the most joy you know what i'm sure. saying so I, I hang out with my kids a lot Your kids only you know, grow up once it, you, exactly you yeah. know what i'm saying i don't want to miss miss that out miss out on that man and you know i hang out with my wife a lot and we do a lot man we do a lot you know I was just out in Cali and, and you know, I was able to actually bring them out with me. You know what I'm That's saying? That's a lot of fun. Hell yeah. Yeah, that was dope, bro. And uh, and they got to experience Cali. Growing up, I always wanted to go to Cali. I wasn't able to go to Cali until like two, three years ago. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so the fact that I could bring them as kids, like that meant everything to me, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And then my wife got to experience it. She had never been. You know what I'm saying? So, and we loved it. You know what I'm saying? So, it's, it's dope. But yeah, I spend a lot of time with my family and then like games and, and, and TV shows. Have you got to do any music for any video games? So that's a goal of mine. That's a yeah. goal of mine. Uh, I did have a couple of close uh, opportunities, but they didn't, you know, they didn't, they didn't pan out. But, yeah. but, uh, but no, that's definitely a, a goal of mine. Man. If you could compose something for any video game franchise, uh-huh. what, what would you want to do? That's a good question. Um, I, I I mean I like uh you know I'm hip hop driven man so you know I love 2K I love um you know any ge- any game like that but I also do like soundtrack stuff man I love scoring stuff so yeah I mean yo it's like to do something for like God of War or like <laughs> yeah that'd be crazy you know what I'm saying like I would I would love to do something like that so uh yeah I wanted to ask you about like your back to music yeah. your experience in creating anything outside of the realm of hip-hop yeah like, have you dabbled in doing absolutely. anything absolutely yeah man uh, i used to be part of a, a internet band called the dead clowns and we dabbled into a lot of like rock rock hip-hop okay yeah you know i mean and we got some songs on youtube matter of fact uh, my first nba placement was with the dead clowns okay and it was like a rock hip-hop uh it was it's for their theme uh, for their uh it was a theme song for their tv show called nba rooks and it's like a rock hip hop track, you know what I mean? So anytime that they play uh, NBA Rooks, even to this day, they play that as a theme song. You know what I mean? That's fun. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, that I love electronic music. I'm not gonna front. I love. I, I definitely like live sound, but I love electronic sounds, man. So I think as a producer, yeah, you cre- you end up developing like 
a deeper appreciation for electronic music. Yeah, for sure. Because like you start thinking about things like, you know, how did they EQ that? How did they end? do it? How are, exactly? Like, what 100%. are these sounds? What are these synths? Yep. You like, you yep. know, it's I, that's why like yeah. it's always interesting to me to like you know meet people that don't make electronic don't yeah. make music at all yeah, but yeah, listen yeah, to yeah, electronic yeah, music yeah. i'm like this is interesting you know <laughs> yeah. what i mean it's like it's it's almost like the equivalent of like somebody that like doesn't know how to cook watching cooking shows For all the sure. time yeah, yeah i guess yeah. it's like i mean you like food i guess it's fun to watch yeah, people yeah, but like yeah. when i'm like uh listening to electronic music it's never just for the sometimes it's for the music sometimes yeah, music's yeah. cool yeah for but sure. it's always just that like behind the curtain like yeah. thinking about like what are these sounds yeah. what is this how did they make that you and, know like, how do they make that work and a lot of it too like was really cool is like how um a lot of the movement in tracks isn't really played that's more in like the engineering side of it you know what i mean with compression and side chaining and, yeah and gating and all that stuff you know what i mean it's not technically played by hand you know what i mean yeah um a lot of the effects that they do that add personality to the music and and color you know what i mean like bro i i I, do once i started to get into it it was just like oh my god like this like it it feels limitless you know what i mean so i i I love i really really love electronic music man you know what i mean so dance um i'm kind of digging into a little electronic hip-hop yeah i mean i'm actually that's a new thing that i'm trying to get into a little bit yeah um, and then electronic rock, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I, I think uh, I think electronic is the easiest to blend. You know what I'm saying with with genre? Oh sure, it's so plastic. You yeah, can do you yeah. Can do whatever you want with exactly. it. Exactly. So so I, I I bro, I have a lot of fun with it, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's fun because I think that when you're composing music, to put yourself into any sort of a genre box is just super limiting, especially Absolutely. if you're somebody that's on this like never-ending quest for knowledge yeah. and trying to challenge yourself yeah. and learn new production techniques you know yeah. what i mean yeah. it's like you know don't get me wrong i love making a good a good classic boom bat beat, yeah absolutely but the like feel, yeah there's you know there's a ceiling on that you absolutely. know what i mean it's like it's more like cool you know you find your samples you loop them and yeah. then you're good yeah but it's like okay well maybe i want to start experimenting with with some of these sounds. other effects and these yeah. other things and and it, and with boom bap i'm happy that you brought that up you know it is very limited you know what i mean because people are looking more for the feel they don't care about the tech you know the technology or whatever i can't yeah. say it but tech what is it the, Techna- whatever anyway technicality yeah technicality thank you <laughs> you know they uh they're not looking for that yeah you know it's more I mean? for like the beat is more of like a wallpaper to the lyrics and the yeah. lyrical aspects of it you know what i mean it's like yeah. you put a vibe out with the beat yeah and then what sells the song is the vocals yeah for sure which but, i mean that's important in its yeah. own right yeah, absolutely. Nothing against that style of music. Yeah. I love that stuff. Yeah. But and, like, and then in boom bap, boom bap too. What 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 is what takes the, the front, the boom and the bap? You know what I mean? The drums and the snare. I mean the kick and the snare. Yeah. So that you know that really leads it in. So you know a lot of boom bap is not technical. You know what I mean? It's again like you said. You find a sample, you loop it. You may play with the sample a little bit, but it's all about the drums. You know what I'm saying, yeah. and, and 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 the lyrics too. If you know you do a song, but but as far as the beat goes, it's it's all about the drums, man. Whereas, like I said, with a dance record, of course you got to have your low end, right? You got to have yeah. that bump. You got to have the drop. But the feeling and the personality that you could play with the pads and the sense, you know what I mean? And yeah, there's a lot more. It's it's a it's it's dope. Sometimes there's a lot more patience in electronic music. You know, you yeah. got to really kind of take your time with it. Like I know people yeah. that can make four or five boom bat beats in a day absolutely but sometimes it might take you two weeks to write one piece of electronic absolutely. music that's like fully composed exactly and all yeah with all the switch ups and that and make and still keeping it interesting because like like you know it's a faster tempo so it's it's very repetitive so you got to find a way to make it unrepetitive you know what uh-huh. i'm saying so yeah bro i i love electronic music um r&b obviously right like soul and rap and i yeah. can't sing but <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what i mean but i mean i work with uh i work with singers and stuff all the time um i produce pop music as well and r&b and all that too so i try to stay well versed within the music realm you know what i mean um but yeah I, t- I just try to do a little bit of everything yeah so right now what is your focus mainly like are you still putting out a lot of solo material yeah 
Yeah, okay. Yeah, right right now we're doing a um me and my guy Jay Flow, we're doing a, a a song a week challenge. We challenge oh. ourselves. Yeah, yeah. We challenge ourselves to drop a song a week. We were inspired by Russ. Yes. Russ, Russ did that a while ago on SoundCloud. And uh, but this we're doing it through Spotify. So we could kind of like, you know, it's, it's easier to get to, you know what I mean? Straight yeah. wise. Uh, and monet monetization wise too. But um, but yeah, we're doing that, and that's a challenge. You know what I mean? It's a challenge. Uh, because you know we got to make the music, we got to mix it, we got to put it out, and because we're doing it on Spotify, uh, it has to be out. You yeah, know, you need to give time, time for them to actually time. release yeah. it. Yeah. So, uh, but but it's it's been great, man. It's been super. Uh, people have been super supportive of it. Been very encouraging, and um, and the thing that I love about it is I can do all different types of styles. So it's cool. You're gonna have to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't do the same <laughs> thing over and over. I mean, yeah. it's 52 songs. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's it's definitely a it's 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 a lot, bro. But it's it's fun. It's fun, man. Because I love making music. So absolutely. In terms of the performance aspect mm-hmm. of things that you're doing, how often do you find yourself performing? Um, I you know I don't perform as much as I would like to. You yeah. know what I'm saying. Um, for me, uh, I don't like to perform for free. Okay. You know what I'm saying. Um. You know, I'll do it for charity and stuff sometimes, but I put a lot into my stage show. You know what I mean? It's 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 very exhausting because I give a lot. You know what I mean? I'm an entertainer. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a just a rapper up on a stage. You know sure. what I'm saying? So um, you know, um I don't I don't perform as much as I would like to, but um I do perform maybe about ten to anywhere between uh 10 to 15 time, times a year. Okay. Yeah, about 10 to 15 like times. Once a month, a maybe. Yeah, about. Sometimes it's a little less, but yeah, yeah about. I feel you. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that that's, that's, a, that's a healthy amount depending on how often you're in town and how often you're out of town. For sure. You know what I mean? I imagine like with, uh, with family and everything yeah. like you know you find yourself wanting to be home and exactly, not necessarily yeah. going on tour and shit Absolutely. like that so yeah. uh yeah i think like you know like once a month once every other month that's yeah. a that's a healthy yeah. dose to be playing in your hometown for sure but i mean if you're somebody that's hungry to play shows i can understand i know some motherfuckers that play like every weekend yeah it's like that's yeah. cool like but it's, yeah. i imagine it's like exhausting too it, 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 i mean like exhausting making, to your like fan base and your yeah. friends and shit like that yeah if, if you're making money man i i, I love it <laughs> like sure i never get tired of making money you know what i'm saying <laughs> um but like yeah what i want to do is at least once every other week you know what i mean twice a month man you know what i mean and and making money yeah you know i mean i i do i do book gigs um in town out of town um and i you know i get paid you know what i'm saying so you know, and I put on a show, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, but I, I don't really like doing it for free, man, because, you know, I, I have a big, big beef with uh, performing for free and the way the system uh, is set up, you know what I mean, where they take advantage of a lot of artists, you know what I mean? And and honestly, they have artists pay to perform. Yeah, that it's so interesting in, like, yeah. the world of... Uh, hip-hop in yeah, particular yeah, it's crazy. the way that um promoters are so like it's not even like hidden scheming nah, like it's, they're it's just out there bro. outwardly just yep. taking advantage yeah. of performers you yeah. know what i mean like pay 200 bucks to be in this showcase that it's nobody crazy. gives a fuck yeah, about yeah exactly and the audience is just other artists yeah that don't care they yeah. just want to perform yeah yeah it's it's completely unfair and, you know, I preach uh, up and down to people, especially my peers, like, yo, if you're going to perform at minimal, don't pay to perform. You know what I mean? If you're going to perform for free, uh, I don't I don't knock it because it definitely helps sharpen your skill. Right. Um, I, yeah. You know what I mean? But if you have a t- if you're it, de- it depends on the I think it's there's so much that goes into it yeah, for me in yeah. terms of like, you know, making money from a show and not yeah. making money from a show. If yeah. It's an event where it's like you know okay this is like they're charging five bucks to get in the door yeah and you know i get to play for a half hour or whatever and Mm. there's you know there's gonna be people there yeah it's like 
okay, whatever. Maybe I'll sell some merch. It's super exactly. chill. Yeah. But it's like, you know, you're paying, you're charging people 20 bucks to get in the door. Yeah. And there's like an, a bar, like alcohol sales and all these things yeah, like yeah. that. And I'm walking out with nothing. Nothing. That's, that's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. It's taking advantage. Yeah. It's just you know? a matter of like, what is this? You know yeah. what I mean? Is this just kind of like a bunch of artists hanging out? Is it more of like a, an opportunity to network and yeah. just play and sharpen, like, again, like sharpen your skills? Absolutely. Set? Yeah. Cool. You know what I mean? Like there's more than, there's more value in this that isn't necessarily monetary that you can get from this exactly but that's like that's something that happens a lot more with i think rock bands and yeah. not necessarily the hip-hop, hip-hop wor- the hip-hop sure. world for sure yeah and then and yeah you got to weigh your options you know what i mean one thing i learned from somebody they said uh every show can be a paid show whether you perform for free every show could be a paid for show what does that mean uh selling merch make sure you have your merch you know what i mean what else does that mean make sure you reach out to the people there so that they become your fans and they follow you yeah right what else does that mean? If there's an opportunity to meet somebody and network with somebody and grow and create another opportunity from that, then that could be also a form of payment. It's right? also like the uh, the idea of like, you know, you got to spend money to make money. For sure. And that doesn't necessarily need to be like monetary money. Yes. Like you got to spend time to get time from other people. Absolutely. So like, you know, yeah. you, maybe you play some free gigs. I've played free yeah. gigs where there have been people there that would have never probably paid to come see me or uh-huh. been in an event that they would have to pay to get into. Yeah. But they saw me for free at like a like a, a like a first Friday event okay. or something like that. Yeah. And like they're like, oh shit, this is tight. And yeah. then they, you know, they follow me online and like maybe I'll see them at a gig then. There you go. So there and are opportunities. That's yeah. like the energy that you put into it. Absolutely, man. And at the end of the day, man, like if you don't have a following, you can't expect people to invest in you if they don't know you. You know what I'm mean? So I get doing free shows and stuff. But uh, but once you establish yourself and you put you understand the art of performing, I definitely, uh, you know, uh, encourage artists to enforce payment. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think, too, like there's a lot of the um, once you get to a certain point, um, there are artists that like you get to a certain point mm. and you're not starting out anymore. Like you yeah. have it figured out. Yeah. You're at a point where you can play shows and mm. make some money. Yeah. Don't take those opportunities of those free shows because what you're doing is you're taking an opportunity from another artist that actually yeah, needs to develop their, they need to develop that time. Absolutely. You know, focus yeah. on actually, you know, if you can't find shows that get on, book your own show. Yeah. Get absolutely. a venue. Yep. Become your own become your own promoter. Yep. You can make a lot more money at a show that if way. you're the promoter absolutely. too. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. It's not I, impossible. I, I, I agree hundred percent. Um and then the other thing too, something that I I put into practice is is two things, right? When you do a show, especially if you do a showcase and you're performing for free, um, one, support the other artist performing. You know what I mean? Don't play the wall. Don't stay in the back until it's your turn to perform. Yeah. Go up front. That's what you want. So stand up front, support them, give them encouragement yeah. while they're up on that stage. Second thing, after you perform, stick around. Sure. Don't leave right away. Now, I understand if you got a life and you got things you got to do. Sometimes that happens. But don't make it a practice to leave after you perform. Yeah. Because you want to network with people. You want to build with people. Normally, after my shows, I have wristbands. So after I perform, well, now at this point, after I perform, a lot of people line up at my merch table. But, you know, even after then, or if, say, it doesn't happen, I'm, I'm walking around the crowd and I'm giving out free wristbands and I'm building with people. And normally, conversations start. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people don't have that 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 drive to want to go up to you and be like yo you did a great job yeah yo where can i find more of your music not everybody's like that you know what i mean so again what i do is i walk around and i try to get everybody in that crowd i'm trying to give them a wristband you know what i mean and like i said conversations start and i gain a lot more followers that way so yeah, no no human connection is important yeah you know and, and it just it blows my mind when artists show up late mm, leave oh early yeah. don't bring merch yeah and they're not getting paid yeah it's yeah. like why are you here why are you here bro why'd you even yeah. bother yeah so you could take pictures and be like yo i just did i just perform uh-huh <laughs> like yeah. bro that come on you know what i mean you're not really taking advantage of uh you know of uh, the opportunity yeah it's you know? it's it sucks but also too like a lot of people that are coming out to a local show yeah part of them is hoping that they are going to meet some people yeah Exactly. You know, they want to make that connection as much as you do. Yeah. It's just that somebody needs to break the ice. And a lot of the exactly. time, the people that come out to shows, they're not performers. They're not yeah. they're not socially trained and exactly. introducing themselves yep. to strangers and yep. shit like that. Yeah. So just sometimes it's, it helps to take the initiative. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I try to tell people, man, like even if I'm at, at a show and there's other artists, especially my friends, 
But yo, come on, come up front with me. Yeah, you know I mean, let's rock out with this dude. You know what I'm saying? And from there, you know, speaking of monetization, because I'm a producer, it turns into money for me sometimes. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Sure. You know what I mean? Because it's other rappers. They looking for beats. You know what I mean? Uh, and they realize I was supportive first. Um, that's another thing. Um, a lot of my opportunities come from me being supportive first. You know what I'm saying? So there's people that do certain things and they have, I, I, I look up to what they do. I'm going to support them. I'm not going to just be like, yo, what can you do for me? Nah, look, what can I, what can I do for you? Yeah. Which in turn, what can we do for us? You yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, that's another, uh, yeah, thing, that's, yeah, practice that, that I've, yeah, it's a fine line too. Like mm. there, like, you know, there's definitely been people that have like hit me up to come on the show yeah. that have like no idea what this is. Yeah. And it's obvious when they show up, they have yeah. no idea what this is. <laughs> and it's like, I'm happy to like, you know, talk with meet people it's like i love meeting new people that's yeah. why i'm still doing this show yeah it's like it's like if i'm not meeting new people it's like what's I, the point i don't need to just i don't need to like rent a space and set all this shit up to talk yeah. to my friends yeah you know? I mean, i'm here to meet new people you <laughs> absolutely know? but there are, you know there are some people that reach out i think they're like it's almost like the equivalent of showing up late and leaving early to a yeah. show it's like they'll come here they don't they're they ask to be on the show and then they sit down. They have nothing to talk about. Yeah, it's crazy. And then the episode yeah. comes out. They don't help promote it. Yeah. It's like, it's like, what do you think this Why? is? You yeah. know what, what I mean? I'm not, I'm not fucking Joe Rogan. Yeah. I don't have fucking 14 million <laughs> podcast followers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know. but they'll get that selfie. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm sure they'll get oh, that yeah. selfie. <laughs> yeah. It's whatever, man. It, it's cool. It's yeah. like, you don't, you don't know until, you know, so I'm always yeah. willing to take a chance with regardless if it's like somebody that I've never heard of yeah. and they got, 50 instagram followers like if you feel like you want to come talk to me that's cool. i'll help you get your voice yeah. out there yeah that's dope though man yeah. you know what i mean and that's what it's about man it's all about the power of giving you know what i mean you're giving your time and you're giving your platform for other people to 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 uh you know get introduced to a new fan base or or to your listeners you know and, what i'm saying and you know how hard it can be just to like when you are doing all of this stuff you know what i mean like you have a family you got mm -hmm. a job you got mm -hmm. um your own creates your own projects you're trying to do yeah. like trying to keep up with what other creative people in your area are doing yeah it's impossible if yeah, you're absolutely. like on your own shit all the time mm -hmm. so it's like another big reason why i still do this show is just because yeah. i think it's so important to know what's going on in the community yeah and have an understanding of what's actually happening yeah and because that's dope. there's so much more like as much as like you know my work is the most important thing to me yeah i know that that's not I'm I'm in a whole city of people that feel That's, that same yeah. way. Yep. So it's like yeah. you gotta I think like putting yourself around those people and around that energy yeah. and being in a healthy environment. It's just it helps. It makes me feel so much more inspired to create. Yeah. See, that's yeah. dope. And build and feel, you know, vibing off of other people's energy and 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 uh and uh receiving that energy. Yeah, that's that's super dope, bro. And what it does for the city too, man. You know, hopefully that energy is shared to other people. You know what I'm saying? And and they follow suit like what you're doing. You know what I mean? Giving your time and giving your energy. Hopefully they do the same thing. You know what I mean? And it, and that's how that's how great things happen, right? It starts yeah. with one thing and then it moves on to the next. And then, you know, it moves on to one person and then, then it moves on to two people. Then it moves on to four people and eight people. You know what I'm saying? That's how some great things happen. So uh, absolutely, bro. I, I feel you. Word out. Word. Word. So, you know, moving forward here in the near future, I guess yeah. you're going to be dropping a song a week. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yep. And where can people find that stuff? Uh, Spotify. Uh, my Spotify is Gallo Loch Ness. Um, and then I, and then I update my website pretty often. Uh, I have uh, Gall uh, gallowsworld.com is my website. And I, I update that pretty often. I'm also starting a, uh, a fan club. Okay. You know what I mean, yeah. Um, there's, there's multiple reasons why I'm starting a fan club, but one of the main reasons is just social media. Yeah. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm mentally done with social media. <laughs> sure. I think a lot of people yeah. are, I was listening to recently, like, um, people are predicting that it could go back to how it was pre social media with yeah. like people having their own websites yeah. becoming a thing that, you know, draws people into things instead yeah. of like, I just hate how like homogenized Instagram and Facebook and everything is. It's like everything looks the same. Yeah. It's hard to like really express any 
personality yeah. on those platforms For sometimes. Sure. And like as an independent creator, mm-hmm. it's like you're stuck and subject to the same algorithms and mm-hmm. business practices as like it's fucking average. Coca-Cola and yep. Nike. Yep. Yep. And yeah. it's like, it's like, you know, I'm not going to sell myself short. You know what yeah. I mean? I got my little fan base. Exactly. You do too. Yeah. But I ain't fucking Nike. Yeah. I can yeah, tell yeah, you yeah, that yeah. right I now. You can't compete. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, absolutely, bro. And then like for me, um, you know, I have a dope following my Instagram was like my biggest following like it was like a global following you know um and because i have a following i have fans i have people that you know make fan pages of me so what happened before the the start of the year is um people started impersonating me that was new for me oh that's right yeah so people were actually setting up pages where they were actually impersonating me and they put pictures of my kids and and they were yeah and they were talking like they were talking like they were me so, you know, I'm cool with fan pages. You know what I mean? That's cool. I'm used to that. That's cool. Um, yeah. Uh, real quick side note, even when I first started the NBA, man, I was getting death threats. Like people were sending me death threats. And just, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So weird. Yeah, it's super crazy. So anyways, uh, but I'm cool with fan pages, not the impersonation stuff. So I was trying to get them reported, get them deleted. Instagram deleted my page. <laughs> you know why? From impersonation. Oh, no. How am I impersonating myself? You know what I mean? Like a huge difference in followers. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. a big difference. And I'm still fighting to get my page back, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, bro, that was 15,000 fans. You know what I'm saying? That was my main source of, of promoting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I will say this. Uh, I'm thankful that I have such dope supporters that it didn't slow my money down. It didn't really slow down my streams and my numbers. You know what I'm saying? Because my supporters follow me. You know what I mean? So I don't have 15,000 followers on Facebook, but all those 15,000 weren't really like, you know, not all 15,000 of them were like dedicated fans. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Whereas like on Facebook, I have like 5,000 and like a lot of those are like real fans. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, same thing. So, you know, I'll, I'll be, we're dropping a song a week and like my numbers are still good. You know what I yeah. mean? And, and my, you know, the, the income is still good. So I'm thankful for that. You know what I mean? Because that could have been a big hit. You know what I mean? But that also opened me up. It was like, yo, you know what? We all depend on social media too much. Yeah. You know what and I'm saying? I don't think that the platforms that we use, they're not, they're going to end eventually. Yeah. They always do. Yeah. And it's not made for our benefit, bro. It's not made for our benefit. Oh, no. Yeah. So that's why I'm starting a fan club. I'm going to introduce in the next couple of weeks, actually. Uh, it is a paid fan club. But like I said, so it's kind of like a... Um, like a Patreon exactly, or something like that. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and there's incentives and everything. But I'm just doing it through me. I don't okay. want to go through a, a middle, you know, uh, a medium. Because, yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? I want, I'm doing it through me. And it's direct uh, access to the fans, direct contact and not contact but conversation with the fans yeah you know directs for me has what has always worked is direct sales you know what i mean hitting people up directly um and that's what i want to do man i want to have more of a direct interaction with my fans that's awesome yeah for sure yeah wish you luck with that launch Thank you. that's Thank crazy you. that's something that i've been like thinking about for a long time before we started recording i think yeah. I had ta- or maybe we were already recording i talked about not making any money off yeah, the yeah. podcast and uh-huh. we were talking about like you know outside ways to monetize it through yeah. sponsors and i was like yeah. well there just hasn't been a sponsor that i felt like good about accepting money from you yeah. know what i mean but uh yeah i had thought about like doing the patreon thing before yeah. and like i don't know it's just like it's just, I just don't feel like I have a good enough reason to. Yeah. You know I what I mean? You. Like, I, like, I don't even know what, what would my, what would my incentives be? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if I can literally do any more work than I already <laughs> am. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I fucking, I, I upload two episodes a week. Plus yeah. I'm doing like some live streams that aren't episodes. And yeah. I play in three bands. I got a full time job. Like, I mean, there's only me, so much I could do. Yeah. But I don't know. To me, man, it seems like there could be some incentives there because I mean, I'm sure that could probably help, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe. Yeah, I know. You just got to figure it out and, and, and make make it work, man. I just feel like I feel like for me, uh, you know, I feel like when I'm asking a fan for for money to pay for a thing that I'm doing, uh, you know, it's just like, hey, like, 
here's a new here's a, here's a new merch design. Yeah. Here's a new album. Yeah. Here's a show. Yeah. Not like you know, give me money yeah. monthly to create. Because I've already been doing this shit for the past fucking twenty years yeah, yeah, of my yeah. life, and yeah, I've been yeah, fine. Yeah. Like I don't need an extra. <laughs> I really don't need the Patreon income. Yeah. It's like it would be more interesting to me just to know how many people give enough of a shit yeah. to do it. Just, yeah. To like lock in on that particular fan for base. Sure, yeah. It's like yeah. that would be more that would be that would hold more value to me than yeah. the actual like income yeah for sure well for me um uh, you know uh it's the the income plays a big part as t- to the artist side of things you yeah know what i'm saying the traveling and the lodging and the gas and and stuff like that because um you know i, I don't have a drake fan base or, you know what <laughs> sure, i'm saying sure, sure. yeah you know um and and it's harder to get shows um that i want to perform so having that that help you know what i mean that that support uh helps me to be able to travel and helps me to uh uh with better promotion because you know we all know marketing and promotion costs money you know what i'm saying oh, yeah. so uh and and the thing and the thing that's dope about that is my fans understand it they know it so uh like you know i sell a lot of merch they buy a lot of music i mean i have people that hit me up was like hey can i just donate something you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, keeping that into consideration and uh, keeping that in mind, it's like, yo, you know what? Let me do this fan club and there'll be so many different ways to win. And then you talked about sponsorship. I mean, I, bro, I'm a thinker. So having these people support me in the numbers and the statistics, now I can get sponsorships in. You know yeah. what I mean? Because I have direct contact to my fans. So now we could make we could make multiple win wins. You know what I'm saying? Companies have direct access to a whole new fan base. My fans have direct access to to these different companies, and I have incentives. So I give away uh, merchandise, and I give away, and I do contests so that people could win certain things. You know what I mean? And I have a knack for um, you know getting uh, endorsements. You know what I mean? So I have other companies, big companies involved, giving away free. Mer- um, uh, products, you know yeah. what I mean? Uh, Ableton, um, you know, Roland and, and other things like that, you know, companies like that, that are interested. I'm talking to, you know what I'm saying? That can, that we'll be able to give away stuff to help for that. You know what I mean? So yes. Yeah, so it's, it's a whole big thing. That's bro. awesome. Yeah. No, I, I appreciate <laughs> it. I, re- I respect the hustle for Thank sure. You, you Thank know, you. it's, uh, it seems like you got a, you got a good head on your shoulders. Thank you. And I, f- I feel like, I feel like, you're going places, my friend. Word up. I appreciate well, it. You're not even going places. You're already there. I appreciate it. You're just living it. in it. I def- I'm definitely not where I want to be. But, you know, I, uh, one thing about me, bro, is I, I don't like to follow trends. I don't like to follow what everybody else is doing. I like to kind of just create my own lane. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it's important also to like, I say like, you know, pushing yourself and getting to that next place yeah. always. Yeah. But never losing sight of what you have in the moment while you have it Absolutely. and appreciating what you have, you know. Yeah. And and for me at that's, that time. For me that's my family. Hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, yeah, I'm I'm going and you know, I I miss my my family uh, every time I travel, man, but you know, I talk to them every day. You know what I'm saying? When I'm away, I FaceTime them. You know what I mean? Then when I come back, the next day or two, I ain't doing no music. Don't message me. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I'm with my girls. We going out. We doing something. You know what I mean? Straight <laughs> up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, you know, that's what it's all about. And even, and it also keeps me grounded. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, it, it's easy to get carried away with an ego. It's very easy. Oh, especially yeah. in hip hop. Exactly. It's very, it, it's actually almost necessary, right? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So for me, I don't practice that. You know what I'm saying? I take control of, because we all have an ego, but you know, I take control of it. You know what I mean? And, you know, somebody helped me to realize, you know, because of everything that I've accomplished, you know, because there was times I was like, yo, why don't every, why don't people want to work with me? Like, what's up? You know, like I could do so much for people. And somebody helped me to realize people just may be intimidated. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I try to make myself, you know, uh, approachable, you know what I mean? And somebody that people can reach out to. And, and like I said, I'll reach out to people first. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I get it now. Because some people may be intimidated. Oh, like, yeah. yo, you're doing this with this person. And I don't want to get rejected because we all feel re- fear rejection, right? Yeah. So, you know, that's I'll go out of my way and 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 try to make myself available. You see my post, yo, who wants to do this? Who wants to work on this? Da, da, da. I know people that can sing. I know people that can make beats. But this probably somebody that's just as talented, but 
doesn't have the you know uh doesn't want to reach out or scared to reach out you know what i'm saying yeah. so i try to make myself and sometimes you know, people just think you're busy like you that, know what i mean like, that too that too i've like uh you know you you hit me up to come on the show yeah but i mean there's been you know that happens there's also people that i reach out to too that i want to sure. get in here and like you know there's been times when like people were like yeah i was thinking about reaching out but i just assumed that like you were booked up yeah it's like nah bro hit me up yeah like, we'll figure it out yep you know i don't yeah. plan on, there's no limit like yeah. you know what i mean like yeah. well just let me know you're interested exactly and it's like, and like those are people that like i was sweating about asking too because like <laughs> i'm like i think they're busy they yeah. think i'm busy yeah. and then nothing happens. nothing happens and and you know what they say about assumption right so <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know i try i try not to live like that man i try to reach out to as many people as possible you know what i mean and at the end of the day sometimes it may work out sometimes it may not work out but you know, for me, at least I tried and and did everything in my power to make it work. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. So we're gonna wrap this Word up out. right now. Yeah. I want to thank you for being here for sure. And before we do that, one more time, just drop your social media stuff and your yeah. internet stuff, your Word website, so people can Word find out. you. Word out. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, Gallo Lochness. Everything as far as social media goes, uh, that's uh, Gallo Lochness. L O C K N E Z for Lochness. My website is, is uh, gallowsworld dot com. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's the easiest way. So I'm on Spotify. Uh, I'm not on Instagram right now. Hopefully I'll be on Instagram <laughs> soon again. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, Facebook and, and Spotify and everything. And thank you for having me, bro. I appreciate it. Man. You're very welcome. Yeah. Man. It was awesome to talk with you. Same here. And that is all, folks. Thanks so much for being here one more time. Gallo Lochnez. Yeah. I'll be back again in a couple of days with another episode. Same time, same place, same channel. You know the drill. My name is Sykes. Start the beat. 2020. Woo woo. Thanks for listening. Yeah. And we are done. Just fade this out and that's it. That's a podcast. We did it. We did it. (laughs) We did it. I got like three watchers. Yeah. Shout outs to everybody uh, watching. You'll be able to see the the actual stream of this sometime in the future, my friends. Word up. Word up. All right, y'all.